Hello, I'm Scott Sashka. I'm Evan Novi Williams. And I'm Michael Barr, and this is the Bloomberg Business of Sports Podcast, where we explore the big money issues in the world of sports. Today, we begin with a new quarterback in New York as Eli Manning heads to the bench in favor of Daniel Jones for the Giants. He will be under center come Sunday when they're on the road against Tampa Bay. Mr. Jones, number eight. Me and Mr. Jones. That's right. Selling. What? So, wait, counting throws. Oh, thank thank you, right? See? That was good. I like it. Evan, you're using it. All right. He, Evan's yeah, giving me the see, approval. See, right. yeah, we'll, we'll give, we'll give thank, it. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, so you're going to see, uh, you usually see a lot of number 10s hanging around MetLife Stadium on Giants Day. It looks like you're going to start seeing a lot of number 8s. Did you guys see, by the way, the photo? Fo- it's so sad. The photo, uh, I think it was actually a week ago before he was named the starter, but all the cameras around Daniel Jones in the locker room. Yeah, did you, did you see the the photo of the two of Jones and Manning? That's and what, you I'm, see that's what that. I'm getting. But to. I'm saying that's what I'm saying. You saw that. Well, I was looking at the one on the field. No, no, no. This is in the locker room. All the cameras, all the New York media is around Jones, and just off to the left because the quarterbacks sit together. Eli is sitting down at his locker, oh. putting putting his shoe on, and nobody's paying attention. I didn't see that. One. I'm going to send it to you. I go oh. Google it. It is that's it's what, good. That, it's you know the picture is worth yeah. a thousand oh. words. That picture is worth all the words right there. Nobody cares about Eli all by himself, pulling his you know his shoe on while the media is almost like bumping him out of the way so they can get to Daniel Jones. That, you know, and th- now I'm going to put this in a, on a human interest point. Just for a second, I, and I know we're football fans, and it's like, yeah, it was time for this to happen, and blah blah blah. You got to remember, Eli Manning is trying to make a living too. This is the man's living. Trying to make a living, he gets paid. Unless he gets I get cash. that, he but still, I'm not man. worried about Eli Manning's money. I mean, hundred million dollars in my career. I'm going to say that's not. He wanted to make human interest. That was not Eli the way Manning I could sell this. one Super Bowl ring and make what I'm going to make right. in my entire life. <laughs> yeah, where's but David this Tyree is how days? the man makes his living. This is his heart and soul. So now when you've been told, hey, it's been real, it's, that's hard to accept. You don't mind if we just breeze right over that, do you? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I see, I see you, that I'm going to have any Evan, uh, give, give me some, fanatic, give me some fanatic stuff here with you Daniel Jones. You mentioned the jerseys there. Um, <laughs> according to Fanatics, I, I believe it was five times as many Daniel Jones jerseys sold in, in the 24 hours after he was announced yeah. as the starter <laughs> that had sold in the previous two weeks. Uh, bear in mind that you know Giants fans... I think understood after this preseason that the Daniel Jones era was coming at some point. He's the heir apparent to to to. But to smartly Manning. waiting. It was un, <laughs> unclear when that would happen. Yeah. yeah, and I think I think a lot of people, obviously, if you look at those numbers, they wait to buy the jersey until it actually happens. But what would you say? I mean, if this is just obviously just and just going off by what you see, anecdotal evidence. Like if you you walk around there, you see Lawrence Taylor. You see a lot of Mark Bavaro still. Yeah, Bavaro's out there. A lot a of Bavaro, Phil Sims. Yeah, and Eli Manning. Mm-hmm. Like those are the guys. Yeah, in terms of a player who's played on the Giants in the past <laughs> 15, 20 years, yeah, Manning is obviously the big one. I've always wondered. I, we should ask a, a team owner this: if this is actually the end of the Eli Manning era, maybe you have to wait until the end of the year, or whatever. The Giants should give a Daniel Jones jersey to everyone who owns a, a Manning jersey. Yeah. Right. The, the jersey sales—it's a nice ancillary it's revenue not a lot benefit. Of money it's not yeah. that much money. Yeah. You know, th- these assets are worth three, four, five billion dollars. It just seems like the kind of thing that that owners should do more often. Uh, I'm with you. It's definitely something they should look at. But again, and not in the in the grand scheme of thing, the merch is not a huge thing. 
but I, I did find it interesting just the numbers that Fanatics saw that he did more than he did in the two weeks, and now he's number one in the NFL. Uh, people are clearly excited, had been anticipating the move. Who knows if they'll be any good? From a football perspective, hey, Bart, I'll ask you this one here. Then from the football perspective, does everybody not look at Aaron Rodgers? Remember how he sat for three years behind right. Brett Favre? And I, I've spoken to many, many football people, and I know where this is inside the lines, not the business of, but it is the business of if you're winning, that the best way to cultivate a quarterback it's to let him sit and learn and watch. Right. He's right. Like, Daniel Jones ain't sitting and learning and watching. I don't think anybody is sitting and learning and watching and, anymore. And to the right? detriment I mean, of that's, these that's, players. It's not happening anymore. Yeah. And it, and it uh, you, you can make the argument that maybe Aaron Rodgers will be the last. He's not even a first round. He's, I guess he was early second round. Yeah. But the last elite you know, rookie quarterback who sits for three years Never gonna see it again. before he's... And, and the funny thing is that the, the rookie pay is also going the other way, right? Yep. So so they're playing more often. They're also getting paid significantly less. Um, and that's a trend that I think is just going to... It's going to continue, right? I would imagine as we look at the next CBA and, and, and teaser, we have... Uh, Demora Smith, the, the executive director of the NFLPA, on the podcast later this week. My guess is that when the next CBA comes out, rookie pay is going to be cut uh, even more. Yeah. Up next, we had across the river... When we say the river, we're talking about the Hudson. Uh, from the Meadowlands to Brooklyn, where the Nets have hired former Turner president David Levy to be their new CEO. Very interesting geography there. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was, actually, that the was Hudson. the wrong river, but go ahead. <laughs> yeah, just just a, trust me. Cross the water. I, yeah, cross the water. Yeah. <laughs> Our <laughs> listeners not from the area, they'll know. Yeah. But if we're talking, by the way, for the listeners who do not reside in the area and don't read the local papers, I got to say, if we're talking Meadowlands, who's excited for the new mall? Uh, mm, it's a bad uh, time. Dream Mall, uh, formerly Xanadu. If people don't know, it's like one of these Mall of Americas or West Edmonton Mall. There's going to be an amusement park. There's going to be a water park. There's going to be a ski slope. There's going to be stocked fishing pool. Uh, a, a, an ice, yeah, an ice ring fishing. I mean, it's traffic, one of these traffic, mega, mega traffic, traffic. I don't know traffic. how people are going to get there. I don't know if New Yorkers will even think about going out there. But anyway, that's when you say Meadowlands. That's what's pertinent to me these days because the Jets and the Giants sure aren't. Well, it, let's think about it first. We're coming up on a brand new season uh, for the NBA. Uh, if you're a Nets fan, I bet you're excited. You have got to be excited if you're a Nets fan. The team, from a culture standpoint, moving in the right direction with Kenny Atkinson, the coach, Sean Marks, the GM. Uh, now you've got a new owner in Joe Ty, um, and reportedly he's bringing on David Levy. Now, David, of course, pretty much built Turner Sports, a titan in the industry, 30-plus years at Turner, knows digital uh, what he is going to try and do with Joe Ty and the Nets brand and the Barclays Center brand and distributing globally for, from a digital perspective. If I'm the Knicks, I am more worried now than I have been in a very long time about the Nets. Uh, who Will they ever take over the city? I mean, it's such a deep-rooted brand in the city. But they better do something and soon, because people will not wait around. They will decide, well, you know what? I can spend my money elsewhere. I was actually going to ask you how you view, I mean, the people out there, when the, the, the week in which the Nets signed Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, people said it was one of the worst weeks in, in Knicks history. I uh, was going to ask you kind of how you view kind of the off the off-court uh, Nets enterprise kind of relative to the Knicks enterprise. Because uh, David Levy seems like a, a pretty good hire. Again, he you know he led Turner Sports for so long, left kind of a mid when, when AT&T bought Turner and turned it into Warner Media. As he said to he, me right after, left. there was nothing left for me to do. 
Exactly. No and more I, worlds and, to conquer. And there's a lot of worlds to conquer, a I think. A lot of worlds. At, at the head of Joe Tai's yeah. investment yeah. group. Yeah. Yeah. I was just going to um, ask, what do you think David Levy is thinking right now as he's about to enter this season? Oh, I think he's excited about all the possibilities. And remember, Joe Tai, you know, his sports holdings are extensive. He has an NLL team out in, lacrosse team out in San Diego, the New York Liberty, which we, we haven't, I don't think we've fully seen his yep. plans yet for, for that WNBA team. Premier Lacrosse team. League investor. Premier Lacrosse League, LAFC. There's LAFC, a lot, he so was, a lot, a lot of Tech. He had joined Michael Rubin, the, the the executive chairman of Fanatics. He had joined that bid to, to buy the Panthers. I think you can certainly make an argument that Joe Ty's sports holdings Joe, are Joe's only going to get larger. Yeah, Joe's yeah. not done in exactly. sports. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so this seems like a real nice landing place. And um, you know who Joe's friendly with? A little business give it companion to us. with? Uh, you may have heard of Jack Ma. Ah, oh, <laughs> you may have heard of Jack Ma. And, I don't know. Maybe, Does he have money though, Scott? Maybe Does the guy with X billion will team up with the other guy with X billion and say, "What can we do together?" I'm just maybe they'll do that. And to have a guy like David Levy, presence here, knows everybody, certainly has proven track record in developing new properties and in branding. Yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. And I'll tell you to, from what we started with the Knicks. They'll never go anywhere. It's still Madison Square Garden. It's still the Knicks. But as we've seen with Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant, these players care more about than this. So, oh, well, it's MSG. There's no way I'm going to Brooklyn. They didn't care. They, they want culture. They want winning. They, of course, want to get paid. But all things being equal right now, you can make a compelling case to head to Brooklyn. Well, I'm sure with Jack Ma, look out for those 12-hour workdays. Uh, you know what I'm talking about. Michael Barr. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. Uh, finally, let's talk football. <laughs> y'all just leave me hanging out there. Like a... we'll get back. We'll get back to poor Eli Manning. At the end. Yeah, thank you, man. Uh, <laughs> let's get back to football. Now, it, this is big, especially for fantasy football players like me. Uh, the rash so, well, well, of injuries. So, so, so don't set us up. You just take this. Evan and I are going to put our feet up. You, you take okay. it away. All right. The rash of injuries hitting big names in the league, including Ben Roethlisberger, Drew Brees, Sam Darnold. Of course, he That's has an mono. He got mono. Yeah, but he's, out. An he's not on the field. That's an what, what was What was the joke, by the way? He got it from kissing the lead goodbye in week one. <laughs> <laughs> so good. So good. All right, Bart, you got to get closer to the microphone again. He's going to cough. He's going to cough. Here he comes. He's going to cough. I didn't hear that joke. You didn't hear that one? No. They were up 16 nothing. <laughs> It's a great joke. Yeah, it's a great joke. Uh, anyway, what I'm getting at is, first of all, uh, Ben Roethlisberger out for the season. Yeah. Elbow surgery. Drew Brees is going to be out at least four to six weeks as he is having surgery on his uh, tendon in his throwing hand. Yeah. Uh, of course, we mentioned Darno. Uh, we brought this up. Did anybody know who the third string quarterback was for the Jets until he showed up on the field? I didn't know who the second string quarterback Falk. was. Falk. I know his last yeah. name. Yeah, I know it's, <laughs> yeah. it's Falk now, I did, but I, I had no clue who it was. And uh, The NFL's problem here is that you cannot legislate safety. It, it, it's so hard for these guys. I mean, I've seen some defensive linemen sort of roll and pull the quarterback down. But the old Al Davis saying of the quarterback must go down, and he must go down hard, that still rules the day in the NFL. You're the guy standing there. Everybody's converging towards yeah. you. They're big and fast and angry. They want to get paid. They get paid when they knock your 
head off. Remember the old school thought when you had the lineman was going after the quarterback and the thought in his mind was, I'm getting paid this little bit and he's getting yeah. paid this well, much that, money. Yeah, that's not exactly you know the same these days, but there's, there's there are jealousies. The quarterbacks are the glamour guys. There's only two people. And this is where if you're building a football team, it's a good thing, a good idea to think about this. There is only two people. There are only two people who touch the ball on every single play. The center and the quarterback. You might want to have good people at those two positions when you're building a team. And this, Michael, you you mentioned fantasy. This affects the the business of the NFL. Think about yeah. the you know the 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 five six billion dollars a year that 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 the the networks pay the NFL to broadcast their games. We can go through some quarterbacks right now. Andrew, Evans, Evans going to the pad. I, 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 I love when he goes to the pad. I love when he goes to the pad. Andrew Luck retired. The Colts yep. play three times in prime time this year. Drew Brees out six weeks. They essentially have two primetime games while he's out. Roethlisberger out for the year. Three of the Steelers' next five games are in primetime. Nick Foles out for the year. The Jaguars are playing in primetime this week. Sam Darnold out with Mono. The Jets just played in primetime. Marcus Mariota on the injury report. They're playing in primetime this week. Uh, Cam Newton is out uh, for an undisclosed amount of time. Uh, I'm not sure how many games they have in primetime. Some of those games can can be flexed, but you know the, the, the schedule gets set largely in its entirety it's before, so hard before to the year be good. starts. Yeah, yeah. And and suddenly, you know, the Steelers are are, are starting someone that, that, that no fans know and, and Teddy Bridgewater is starting for the Saints and it changes the way that fans it changes yeah, fans who tune if in. If they're for down sure. fourteen points in the second quarter, that sound you hear is people turning the channel. Exactly. Especially the East Coast. Goodbye. Gotta go to bed. Exactly. Well And it makes you I mean to, to bring up Colin Kaepernick real quick and again yeah. to tease Demora Smith, the who who runs the NFL PA who's on the on the podcast later this week, we talked to him and get his thoughts thoughts on Colin Kaepernick but you know all these injuries happen and there are always you know teams are dipping deep and deep into the well to find uh you mentioned the third string quarterback on the Jets to find new quarterback talent and if you trust the reports out of Colin Kaepernick's camp he is in the best shape of his life it does make you wonder if maybe there's a future uh for well, Colin we, we can tease we, we, we can tease if you want to know what Demar Smith thinks about his opportunity in the NFL, you got to listen to Thursday's show. But D does address whether he thinks there's a spot for Colin Kaepernick in the league. I can say before we wrap this up that Kaepernick's agent has been making calls to a number of teams. Well, so. that's the job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the question is anybody picking up. Making calls doesn't mean anything. Any, any other, anybody on the other side picking up? See what I got to deal with. This is the Bloomberg Business of Sports Podcast. I'm Michael Barr. Poor Eli Manning. Kiss the season away. $235 million is Eli Manning's on-field earnings. He can always sell all that game-signed stuff, too. I'm Michael Barr, along with Scott Sosnick and Evan Novi-Williams. We are here every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday exploring the world of money and sports. Join us again at the end of the week when we speak with, we teased it, Demora Smith, the executive director of the NFL Players Association. Wait, Demora's is on the show? <laughs> Shocker, I know. Oh my god, I, I hadn't heard that. Oh man, you're listening to Bloomberg Business of Sports on Bloomberg Radio around the world and online wherever you get your podcasts.